the Washington Post about how angry Mitch McConnell was, Cornyn was, other heavyweights in the Republican Party, how angry they were at Rand Paul for his stunt, they call it, which kept them all up into the middle of the night. What are you doing? You're just grandstanding. Just let us vote and go home. Get to bed on time. But more on that coming up in a little bit. Well, there's nothing more profoundly annoying to those who have given up and decided to do the wrong thing than somebody who's standing up and insisting that we should still do the right thing. That's profoundly annoying. Coming up, a school teacher who says it's her constitutional right to sex up students, and she has an argument. I want to hear that. Stay tuned, won't you? But right now, let's take a fond look back at the week that was... Ladies and gents, always a high point of the week. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Look at this. We got guys with horns playing. They're playing the fight song. Shut up, bitch. I ain't got socks on because I'm tipsy. That's like O.J. Simpson saying, no, really, I'm a famous football player. Google O.J. Simpson. Civil rights are ramtastic. Five, four, three, two, Find old clothes, used books and toys. But how about a grenade launcher? So now we have the first Republican president in modern times, the first president, really, who is anti Immigrant. This budget deal is the first real sprout of bipartisanship. This bill represents a significant bipartisan step forward. Somebody said treasonous. I mean, yeah, I guess why not? No one will read this bill. Nothing will be reformed. The waste will continue and government will keep taking your money irresponsibly and adding to a $20 trillion debt. Really ought to have Trump's, oh, shut up, after the Rand Paul clip. And if you stand up and say that, you're just grandstanding and being a pain in the ass. Right. Why don't you sit down, vote, let's all go home, quit pointing out the whole, we're going to have a trillion dollar debt this year like we had did a couple of years ago. You're boring. Wow. Hey, can I hear the Jason Kelsey clip? Is that the one I think it is where he's all hoarse and shouting and going crazy? Yeah, it's so good. This is at the Big Eagles parade. Nick Foles don't got it. There was say? more he said before that, too. It was the, the whole, they counted us out all year. We never got any respect. They said this. They said that. He was swearing, dropping F-bombs. Hilarious. This past offseason, some clown named Mike Lombardi told him that he was the least qualified head coach in the NFL. You saw a driven Doug Peterson, a man who went for it on fourth and down. Went for it up fourth and down in the Super Bowl with the trick play. He wasn't playing playing just to go mediocre. He's playing for a Super Bowl. 
And this was the guy that I showed you the picture of yesterday that was dressed up like an energy drink genie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, they doubted us all year. So. Well, our backs were against the wall. We were talking to our agent yesterday, and he's a Philly fan since he was a little kid. And he was so excited. Went to the game and just, yeah. When your team wins, it's exciting. It doesn't happen very often. You don't get the chance that often to have your team win. Unless you're a Patriots fan or a San Francisco Giants fan or whatever. Right. Um, anyway, so uh, a former teacher in the, the great state of Alabama is fighting for her right to have sex with students. Charlie Parker, no relation, <laughs> age 31, was convicted of having intercourse with two male 16-year-old students while she was a teacher at Pickens Academy. Uh, she at the time she was thirty one or is thirty one now? Because uh, I think I the ages matter. If she was if she was twenty and they were sixteen, it's not the same weirdness. Well, no, it? no, it was it was fairly recently. She was certainly well into her twenties at the time. You know, it's funny they don't have the timetable, but um, the age of consent in Alabama is sixteen. She wants her case overturned, claiming that a law prohibiting sex with students is unconstitutional. Since the age of consent is 16. Well, that makes sense. Well, now listen here. The law in question prohibits school employees from having sex with students under the age of 19, regardless of where the student is enrolled. Um, Her attorney says Alabama law does not make it a crime for members of other occupations to have consensual sex with 16, 17, and 18-year-olds, even when there is a position of trust or authority. In court filings, Buck, the attorney, gave Boy, a, that runs counter the hashtag MeToo movement, where any if you have any standing over the person, it is you know not cool. You right. You can't, can't, can't date them or have sex with them or anything. Right. So Buck gave a hypothetical example in which a school janitor could go on spring break and have sex with a teen girl who was 16, he would be violating the law. On the other hand, and I quote, a 65-year-old doctor, minister, therapist, or attorney is not subject to criminal liability in Alabama for having consensual sex with a 16-year-old. She's got a very good argument, and if the people of that state don't like it, they should vote to change the law. Well, what about people who are convicted under a law that clearly infringes on their First Amendment right to sex up 16-year-olds? Or something. That's where it gets a little thin. Is there a constitutional right to coitus? I don't think it is. That's something. There what, is, rather. What do you think of an age of consent of, consent of 16? Uh, Isn't, I, that's probably designed to keep um, like 19, 20, 21-year-olds out of trouble, right? Uh, um, I, I think... Should a 19-year-old having sex with a 16-year-old be a crime? Meh, meh, meh. You know what? I, I think it ought to be one of those deals where, you know, the age, the relative ages matter. I mean, certainly if it's an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old girlfriend, for the love of God, let's not be putting anybody in jail. And you're both in high school? Well, oh yeah, right. But If you've uh, crossed into the outside world of high school, then it gets to be more, it would bother me more as a parent. How creepy is it? That's the one yeah, we're driving at, It would right? bother me way more as a parent. 18-year-old who's in college? Is dating my 16-year-old daughter versus an 18-year-old who's still in high school? Mm-hmm. That's completely so, different. Somewhat different. Well, it would, I, would be, I would be less happy. I mean, yeah. if they'd started in high school and continued into college, but somehow you met this college yeah. dude. I'm just saying, if we go with that being completely different, where does, like, 50-year-old oh, yeah. CEO in okay. your kid, where, where do we, gotcha. what do we call that? But should it be one of those, you ask the parents, 
You ask the kids. It's like, you know, me and Sean lose our temper and once a, we're scraping all the time, me and Sean. Oh my you We should see fight the, like once a once a week. Just see the holes in the wall down the hallway here. Oh, that's all from us. Yeah, we go at it a lot. But any but one of those things, all right, you lose your temper, you and your buddy punches you in the face. Do you want to press charges? I think it's gotta be like that. And it probably is, honestly. I don't think any DA in the country goes to to court if well, no, they certainly wouldn't if the parents aren't willing to testify, the girl's not willing to testify, so a wobbler but school employees know anybody else in the world yes that is interesting but i like your solution you don't like the law change it meanwhile you know what the law is how about you sex up an 18 year old you perv that there's a good point right there there's a good we point fell right in there. love me and the 16 year old no you didn't shut up yeah you're a weirdo grow up i i i still i still reserve judgment to say you're a weirdo She does not have the classic look of the Randy high school teacher. Usually either. pretty attractive blonde is who the typical high school teacher having sex with their students looks like. She's sandy haired, but she's really butch looking. Okay. It, uh, if you showed me her picture and said she was sexing up students, I thought it would be a you know female gym teacher situation, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying. I think you do. You need to spell it out for me. <laughs> Fascinating constitutional question, though. Please text us with your opinion, 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. You're right, that football player is dressed up like a Mardi Gras genie. <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know. It's it hilarious, is now. though. Yeah. Love that dude. He's, he's... Does he have a closet full of those outfits? Is that the way he dresses usually? I couldn't find the, the clip from him say, but it, one of his things that he threw, an underdog is a hungry dog. Nice! I like that. I'm going to use that one. <laughs> oh boy I asked our agent if he'd seen the video of a fellow Eagles fan eating horse poop in the street mm. so. I wonder, that wasn't him was it <laughs> no, he claimed he not. hadn't seen it definitely not him maybe he hadn't seen it because he was the what you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show Armstrong and Getty the voice of the west I can't, in all good honesty, in all good faith, just look the other way because my party is now complicit in the deficits. But really, who's to blame? Both parties. We have a 700-page bill that no one has read that was printed at midnight. No one will read this bill, nothing will be reformed, the waste will continue, and government will keep taking your money irresponsibly and adding to a $20 trillion debt. Get the hell out of here! (laughs) And if he hadn't kept his fellow senators up till 1.30 in the morning, you wouldn't have heard any of that. Nope. So I'm a read, lonely voice. I'm going to read from the Washington Post. I hope this isn't too dry for you. I think it's pretty interesting. It's GD important. It's the most important thing probably in you and your children's lifetimes. But, you know, I'm seriously, still might be dry. Really, I am not the least bit concerned North Korea is going to nuke the United States. No. I don't, it's not going to happen. No. This it, stuff will happen. Oh, yeah. That will affect my life? Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. This is from the Washington Post. GOP leaders are incensed at Rand Paul, and members in both parties were perturbed that they had to burn the midnight oil. If he had fallen in line, they could have gone to bed at a reasonable hour. 
Mitch McConnell, who was visibly irritated when his fellow Kentuckian objected to his motion to end debate last night, might have remembered why he went all in for Paul's primary opponent back in 2010. I'd forgotten that, that Mitch McConnell went, wow. went all in for Paul's uh, I opponent. I had two. John Cornyn, McConnell's number two, called what Paul was doing grossly irresponsible. Can you believe that? Wow, that is amazing. And said that they wouldn't give in to his demand for amendments. Why reward bad behavior? John Thune, the number three in the GOP leadership, called it a colossal waste of everybody's time and said Paul never gets a result. Wow, this is so there's when your, a lie becomes the truth. So there's your one, two, and three blasting him for doing this. But making his fellow Republicans uncomfortable was the whole point of the exercise. Now I'm quoting Rand Paul. Some will say you're responsible for this. It's all your fault. Well, if I'm responsible for drawing attention to debt, so be it, Paul said. Somebody had to do it. I didn't come here to be part of someone's club. I didn't come here to be liked. I didn't come here just to say, hey, guys, I'm going to be part of the club, so I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. That's beautiful. Yeah, it is. To be sure, Paul is not the only Republican lawmaker worried about debt. Bob Corker, the retiring senator from Tennessee, accused his party of doubling down on the irresponsible mentality in Congress of spend now, pay later. Clearly what has happened. The House Freedom Caucus, which has about three dozen members, came out strongly against the measure. The Koch brothers, the political network, Heritage Action, and Club for Growth all tried unsuccessfully to mobilize their supporters against the deal. But most GOP lawmakers have stopped caring too much about the issue. A big reason is that their base stopped caring. Polls show that the deficit has dwindled as a concern over the past four years, especially since Obama left office. God, so Obama's out of office, we don't care how big the debt is. Yep, my own side is every bit as flip-floppy and hypocritical as the other one. How interesting. Uh, Some of you are certainly exceptions, do not fly into a rage. But look at our senators, our senators. I'm not a libertarian. Look at our senators. Look at our congressmen. How how principled are they, please? Well, and their voters. Their voters are telling them what they want. Uh, which which is why, by the way, the geniuses who founded this country said we should not have direct election of senators because then everybody will be run by the mob. I don't mean organized crime. I mean the howling mob. Give us stuff. Give us stuff. The idea was that you'd have a body above it saying, we're not going to give you stuff. We don't have any stuff. And we're not going to borrow money to give you stuff that nobody has any intention of paying. No. They're supposed to be the adults in the room. Ted Cruz kept his mouth shut um, because Texas was in line to get a whole bunch of that disaster relief oh, money. Yeah. There you go. And he couldn't be seen as going against that. So the, the usually fiscally conservative Ted Cruz didn't join in with Rand Paul on this one. Because he's in a surprisingly close election in Texas. Owners of racehorses got a nice break. Horse owners are allowed to depreciate their horses over the course of three years. Jeez, if that is not an example of the elite. Because if you just poll the average Americans on what this should be in the budget. Racehorse depreciation? <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't make it into the top one million concerns. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you wouldn't even think of it. Um, but... Since the super rich and powerful who own racehorses control the world, obviously it made it in there. I hate to, uh, you know, toot my own horn, but my new band depreciated racehorses. <laughs> we play nothing but really slow Americana songs. Uh, we're about to make our big debut next week yeah. at a county fair. Yeah, but, you know, if you if you get lulled to sleep, just, just wait until uh, hamster flushers come on. 
Because <laughs> they are going to rock. Oh, my God. Yeah, they are punk. Um, so someday... I actually have more ridiculous tax breaks. Okay. The updated bill includes what is effectively a major new piece of alcohol legislation, cutting taxes on beer produced in the U.S., especially on small breweries. Hmm. Taxes on the first 60,000 barrels of beer, well, that's six months worth for me, uh, produced domestically by small brewers would be cut in half. I'm, so it's a big, giant break for microbrews. I always vote for the tax cut. Um, sure, always. So Plus, some, I got this tired racehorse over here. It's costing me an arm and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> So we had Tom McClintock earlier, a congressman Republican. He's one of the, 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 the too small a number that voted no on this thing, and he brought up the uh, famous quote of "How do you how do you go broke? Uh, first, gradually, then suddenly. Right. That's the way it works. I yeah. mean, it just it grows and grows and grows. You're 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 you've got a systemic problem, and then all of a sudden, bam, it reaches some sort of point of no return. And, and then th- and then people look like it feel like it happens suddenly. Yeah. And so this is going to happen. We're a big country with a huge economy. How long will it take? I don't know. But at some point, it will happen suddenly. And it, it's going to be so maddening. I hope I'm dead by then because I won't be able to take it. Because everybody's going to be screaming and yelling, how did this happen? How did this happen? And then the crowd that's actually rioting in the streets because programs are not only going to be cut, they're going to be done away with because sure. we're broke. Yeah. And taxes there will are be, be their... real pain. Those people are going to be rioting in the streets, and they weren't paying any attention at all. They didn't hear no And half-bright 25-year-old underwear model TV anchors will be attempting to explain to us why all of a sudden we're broke and there are riots in the streets and the mobs, etc. And yeah, I don't think I'll be able to take it. <laughs> Unless, you know, they continue cutting... <laughs> Taxes on alcohol, then I'll just get hammered. Yeah, and and once again in that Washington Post article, it gets to people need to rethink, pundits, voters, whoever. You need to rethink what the Republican Party is. Any any leftover, it's the party of fiscal responsibility. Where does that come from? It wasn't under George Bush, and it's not now. I'm more and more proud of having left the party. When was that? A few years ago, right? So there you go. Let's screw y'all. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, we got Vice President Pence at the Olympic Games with stern warnings for North Korea. Yeah. Major studies out today. Coffee and cancer and bathroom dryers and Petri dishes. No. Those stories are going to be coming up minutes from now on the Armstrong and Getty Show. You got coffee and ficus for us in a single newscast. Yes, indeed. Well, this is a big day. Joe's just feeling salty because he finally gets to get a little relief on that nag that never finished higher than fourth (laughs) in any horse race. Well, and here you are fighting against the bill. It's a bipartisan compromise. We're coming together on this bill, Jack. You finally get to depreciate your racehorse costs. Something to celebrate. Oh, my God. (laughs) The, The elite running the country. Stay tuned for Marshall's News coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Sean gave me this, how much people in various states spend on Valentine's Day. And I was thinking, oh, that's, a, well, that's so much there, so little there. Well, that's interesting. Tell me damn. Why do they, why they spend? And then I looked at the methodology, and it's one of those things is, you know, some website you've never heard of <laughs> surveyed five people. So my, getting back to my people don't want the facts to get in the way of a good story. Mm-hmm. That's just where we leave with yeah. modern with modern media. It's just, I don't care. It doesn't have to be true. Let's just talk about it. Yeah, Clicks, clicks, give me clicks. It's interesting. That's just where we are. Let's get the news. They are running like half a day ahead of us, so we'll be seeing everything I almost... I think some 20- people are ahead of us. Uh, 
as the most powerful force in the Olympics, um, that all Olympics are held when it'd be in prime time for us in the United States. I think that's reasonable. So if all the other athletes yeah. from around the world have to compete, <laughs> <Now> start skiing. <laughs> that's something more in the uh, in the realm of, of of sport where whoever had the most gold medals from the previous Olympics, there you go. It is on your time zone. Yes, perfect. All right. Perfect. Athletes from more than ninety countries marched into the stadium in South Korea. République Populaire de Chine. People's Republic of China. Communist. Republic Czech. Czech Republic. Czechoslovakia. Chile. 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 Chilling with Chile. There you go. I like the way he said Chile. Countries, towns very regularly spend billions of dollars to have just some sort of out of control spectacle of fireworks and flags and then to tell their story of their country's history through dance and all yeah. this different stuff. Yes. And flashing um, lights. Did that happen? Oh, yeah. I'm looking oh, forward to oh, that yeah. tonight. There's going to be a big drone display. Now, I don't want to give away right. okay. the big... St- the U.S. team walked out to that song. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, they didn't. Awesome. Gangnam <laughs> He should have lit in the flame. That would have been awesome. You know, I heard a rumor. It's just a rumor Uh that uh, the symbolism, very heavy. They wouldn't let people on the north side of the stadium eat. Ooh, wow. Just to make a point. Mm. Political point. Mm. Yeah, spotlight was also on the teams from host South Korea and rival North Korea marching in together under one flag, a unification flag. Which, maybe I'm a cynic, but not not enough people are pointing out that there's zero downside for North Korea for this whole thing. They just keep to get, they're working on their missiles and their rockets and their nukes as fast as they can and nobody's pressuring them. Kim Jong-Fat wakes up every day and looks at his watch. Is today a conciliation day or an regression day? Conciliation. Okay, why don't we have the Olympic teams go together? Meanwhile, they keep building their missiles. And meanwhile, we had a potentially historic moment occur just before the Olympics officially began. South Korea President Moon and his wife assumed their seats in the dignitary box to watch the opening ceremony, then turned around to shake hands with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's younger sister. Pictures that will show up around the world. That's a pretty big deal because nobody from the Kim family had ever been to South Korea. Right. Ever. Let alone shake hands with the danged president. Right. Wow, that's something. Where will it lead? Nowhere. Smiles all around there. Vice President Pence, though, was sitting right in front of Un's sister. No smiles, no recognition, no handshakes at wow. all. I wonder, hey, loosen up, Pence. Was he? <laughs> well, he's not allowed to be with her without his wife present or something, right? I think you're in so, a stadium. You're all right. Um, uh, was he given a directive to, to, to frown at her yes. and not look at her? Yep. Well, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty clearly good cop, bad cop. You know, the South Koreans are saying, ah, oh, our brothers, finally, let's get along, shall we? And uh, and Pence is over there, and if you don't, we'll nuke the bejesus out yeah, of here. Right? Well, let's not forget that, all right? Pence making it clear, once the Winter Olympics are over, all military options are back on the table with regards to North Korea. Hell We're going yeah. to continue to put all the pressure to bear economically and diplomatically while preserving all of our military options. There Never you go. tangle with an Indianan, huh? I think he should have put her in a headlock. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. House Democrats like the, this for a balance of power. Look up at the camera, be on the jumbotron. Yeah, watching. You watching? You want her back? <laughs> wow. House Democrats saying they are going after wasteful spending. They are working to block any taxpayer funding of a military parade for President Trump. 
You're anti-wasteful spending. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that, that is oh, funny. That's, that's, I'm sorry. It's too much. The day of all I've, days. I've shut down. I'm just going to turn. I'm going to stare at the wall. You're going to have to go get a gurney, roll me out, and get me the help I need. Got a California lawsuit that's claiming the chemical acrylamide found in coffee can indeed cause cancer, and at least one doctor believes there is a danger. Now, when you feed this to test animals in high doses, they develop cancer. And any time that that happens, it brings suspicion to the chemical. Doctor, on the other hand, shut up. Yeah, how much coffee did you give? Is it one of those, if you drank 40 gallons of... Up when certain foods are fried, baked, and roasted. So roasted coffee beans do contain so, the substance. Yeah, I suppose, but listen, when, how, would it save time to just have a list of substances that you can give in unlimited amounts to rats and it won't give them cancer? Because <laughs> there can't be that many. When you and others do these stories... What? How are we supposed to react? I mean, what do you want us to do? Are you proud of yourself? Do you expect everybody, I guess I won't drink coffee then, or to ignore it? If they're going to ignore it, what's the point of the story? Well, the state of California is going to be putting warning labels on oh, yeah. uh, coffee containers. My, my parents' favorite joke yes. will cause cancer in California. Because every, 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 everything they look at says oh, that's that. beautiful. And we've got an online science experiment that has a lot of people questioning bathroom dryers. Nicole Ward is a microbiology student in California, and as part of an assignment, she put a Petri dish in a hand dryer in a public restroom for three minutes. In a hand dryer? In a hand dryer. Are you talking about the kind... Days later, she claims, an alarming amount of bacterial microorganisms started to grow. Some experts are believing the best way to go ahead and clean your hands after washing them is use a paper towel and toss it away. Mm. Anyway, Ward posted a picture of the Petri dish, which is getting the attention of Facebook users worldwide. The gross post has been shared nearly 600,000 times. So there you go. The dangers of bathroom <laughs> hand or <laughs> <Just laughs> fecal scaremongering by Marshall. Dip it in again. your coffee. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall, yeah. again, there's no shame in a short newscast. That's it. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I'm Marshall Phillips. Oh, Amen to that, brother. Now that's funny. Oh. Yeah. And we have Willie Moo Hung singing the song. Is he Korean? Close enough. Let's get him out. Wow. And here's the country of Fromamadon. <laughs> there are eight athletes. Fromamadon uh, usually doesn't meddle in the Winter Olympics. Fully two-thirds of their citizens are athletes in these games. <laughs> uh, i tell you, the Jamaican contingent were on fire. Oh, really? Yeah. They look were, forward to it. They were dancing uh, and also the Tongans. You remember the Tongans? Oh, they right. had a shirtless dude all yep. oiled up leading yep. them in for the summer games. Yep. Keep your eyes open for them this year. Ladies. There's a little hint. If you like a big, naked, oiled-up Tongan, do I have a truth for you? Truth? Treat? What? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The voice of the West. Looks like a Princeton professor is going to lose his job because he used the N-word during a lecture. He used it in the context of discussing language and anthropology and what people, how people react to various things. Because he's a grown-up. He's a, uh, a grown-up, an adult who can understand that saying the word out loud for the point of discussion doesn't mean anything. Doesn't matter. I bet he triggered someone. Unbelievable. Were they triggered? 
Unbelievable. Yeah. I'll tell you what. It's scary. It really is scary. People yeah. calling Rand Paul irresponsible. You know, the N-word has been used in various ways throughout history, and here's the significance of He's fired. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. There's a uh, bitter controversy in Marshall's land, his uh, land of his heritage, his, his, his traditional something, Finland. They're arguing about reindeer, which is a real will th- always argue about something. Which is a real thing, but they do not fly, correct? There are, there- yeah, they're uh, they're big giant deer, and the uh, the people in the south want them in uh, pens, and the people in the north are the traditionalists. They want them roaming around free, and they trample on crops and eat stuff and the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Says one deer used for tourist marketing. I would like an absolute ban. <laughs> it reminds me of a guy I knew when I first moved to California. I remarked how beautiful the deer were in his neighborhood. He says those effing deer are rats with oaths. They eat the rose. I have a number of stories, none of which deserve a lot of time, but we can touch on briefly. A fraternity at Cornell University has been placed on probation for conducting conducting a sex contest members dubbed the pig roast in reference to the weight of women they slept with. Apparently, there was a secret game in which new members could get points by having sex with women. In the case of a tie, the win would go to the member who had sex with the heaviest woman. The fraternity said in a statement that the allegations were contrary to its values and mission. <laughs> I, would, I would hope that it's contrary to your values and mission. Now, if we can all repeat the mission statement of Zeta Beta Thaw uh, Tau uh, fraternity, our mission includes having sex with heavy women. The school said the fraternity will be required to hire a living advisor during the two-year probation. Okay. Um, are you guys having a Next week. <laughs> Yeah, there was a, there may have been, according to some accounts, in the fraternity I was a member of in college back in the day, there may have been an annual awarding of something called the Toad King. But a slightly more mature note uh, and uh, disgusting. There's so much of this, this got no attention. One of the big Olympic swim coaches was perving on the teenage girls abused and took explicit photos of an Olympic swimmer when she was underage. And I would suggest to you that the chances that 46-year-old Sean Hutchison of Seattle uh, only did it with one girl sure. are, are ludicrous, if yeah. indeed he's guilty of doing it with any, although her, um, uh, her testimony is compelling indeed. He groomed her for a couple of years, then when she was 16, uh, started to have sex with her. Oof. Um, you know, you know, the one thing that we've, and she's saying, I'm coming forward. I don't want to come forward. I, I don't need revenge. This is not for me. Uh, I thought this was moving. I've realized that stories my, like my own are too important to go unwritten, not for the sake of you knowing my story, but for the little girls and boys whose lives and future hangs in the grasp of a horribly powerful and manipulative person, though they may not have to go through the same pain, trauma, horror, and abuse that they may not have to. That their parents, mentors, and guardians are better able to spot the signs of grooming and realize its tragic consequences before it's too late. God, that's so tough. It's so tough for the non-pervs because a lot of the signs are of grooming are somebody who's just really nice. Right. Yeah. You're just a nice coach and you're, you're nice you're to young coach. people. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of the signs of grooming. The, the one thing we've learned from this is th- there's clearly a, a, a higher percentage of men 
who are ripe rapists or child molesters. It's, it's clearly a lot more than we thought. Those of us who are not don't appreciate it either. No. No. I don't know. You know, did it go from one out of a thousand to a... Ugh. Troubling story to end on. Thanks for that. Hey, guys gonna do your, uh, your final thoughts now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give uh, one last little amusing one-liner quip. Hmm? Yeah? Hmm? Maybe even a valuable life lesson discerned from the new stories of the day? Yeah? Yeah? Okay, you guys go ahead and do that now. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from Positive Sean. Sean? Oh, I made it through uh, ignoring and fighting through the, the, the swings in body temp and the... the uh, let me just say, I'm going to take a nap. You're, you're hungover today. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it sounded like the, the shot of Jameson. I was, I'm Irish. I'm culturally obligated to accept sure, that. Sure, right. I understand. A I get shot it. or two. Grow up. Marshall Phillips, final thought. <laughs> I got to tell you, I got a big weekend coming up. I'm going to be officiating at the wedding of a co-worker's son, so I'm prepping the outline for the ceremony. I'll try to get some video up of the celebration over the weekend. Will there be any, any drinking at that event? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Michelangelo, final thought. Uh, during the women's Korean hockey game, rumors say that the South Korean president... Will will be holding up the letter D, and the North Korean official will be holding up a giant fence. Wow. <laughs> Controversial. Wow. More cross-border cooperation. Love it. Jack, your final thought for us? More than one pundit has declared that this week the Tea Party movement officially died. I think that is true. And as a guy who stood on a number of Tea Party stages at rallies when it was all about fiscal conservatism and smaller government, it's uh, pretty sad to be part of a movement that had a lot of fire and People all excited and movement and seemed like you accomplished something and then and then watch it die. The swamp won. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. My final thought is so discouraged over the vote and the lack of candor and principle. I'm just going to go home. I'm going to bust open a bottle of wine, tube of airplane glue, bowl of Tide Pods, and just get <laughs> wasted. You know, once again, to be discouraging, the people, the, uh, some of the, first of all, big government Republicans won. Yeah. Also, the people that, that called the Tea Partiers racist and all that sort of stuff, they won. When it was, you know, when not about, about fiscal that. Restraint, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's very frustrating. Frustrating. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. So many people, thanks a little time. Go to ArmstrongandGettyRadio.com. We have some considerably cheerier clicks than that for you. We'd love to hear from you. We'll see you Monday. Yep. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.